Shapeshifter, a 100-word story. As if being a wolf and a woman wasn't enough, now she was also a cat, a bear, and an occasional monkey. Those strange silent teachers were kind to her, even if they were a little eccentric, talking to trees and all that. The problem was that now they were trying to teach her how to actually be a tree, and she wasn't sure she liked it. But then again, she was willing to go through the ordeal, if only to keep the wolf in her at bay, to prove to herself that she was beaten, but not stirred. Hi there, and thanks for stopping by. I'm Guy, and you're listening to my surreal sketchbook of reality. Episode 29 Strange Silent Teachers There are two types of time, objective and subjective. This episode is a semi-philosophical look at objective time and subjective time. I'm not a professional philosopher by any means, and my approach can be quite absurd, illogical, and not at all that serious. So, you've been warned. Do not take this podcast too seriously. If you tend to take things too seriously, this might not be the podcast for you. Seriously. I mean it. Find another podcast to listen to. You're still here? Good. Let's talk about objective time and subjective time. We use a method for measuring time, incorporating mechanical devices that separate it into hours, minutes, and seconds. Since mechanical devices are objective, you can say that this method of measuring time can function whether we are there or not. So the time they measure can also be considered objective and separate from us, functioning on its own. Objective time actually flows at a measured pace, whether we measure it or not. One measured unit of time is the same length as the next one. Objective time is constant, unchanging. You can set up an event using objective time and know that it would happen when it is supposed to happen. In that way, Objective time is very useful. You can theoretically change the future using objective time by setting up events that happen at certain times, 
as long as those events don't clash with events set up by other people. Objective time is a constant while we are stranded here on Earth, but that might change if we ever decide to leave our planet. That is because objective time is affected by gravity and speed. Time is slowed by gravity, so it flows faster in space where there is less gravity. While the effect is almost negligible, it does exist and as time accumulates, the discrepancy between Earth time and time in space grows. Time also slows down as we speed our way through the universe, stopping altogether when we reach the speed of light. Oh dear, time seems to have stopped. I better find out why. I'll be right back. The Hunger A 100 word story There's an empty, vacant look in his eyes as he drifts through as if caught by an unseen wind more dead than alive, more automaton than human. They take him with them to the battlefield, let the hunger strike him. He barely knows his friend from his foe when the hunger strikes, but somehow he does. He recognizes the enemy and his sword goes down, cutting down enemy after enemy until his hunger is satiated. Then the vacant look in his eyes returns, and he just stands there, staring into empty space, until his need, his anger wakes him again. Subjective time is not about time itself, but about the way we experience time. It flows in a way that is influenced by what you do. It flows slower when you are not enjoying what you are currently doing, and faster when you do something you like doing. In a way, you can control subjective time by controlling your experience, as opposed to objective time that cannot be controlled. Controlling your experience is done by shifting your perception of that experience. Let's say you have something of a chore to do, doing the dishes for example, or cleaning the house. You can change your experience by turning what you do into a game, washing the dishes by shape and color for example, or cleaning your house while role-playing as a magician, every clean room magically transformed by your action. You can add music to your environment to make your tasks more enjoyable. Each one of those actions would make subjective time flow faster. While subjective time might have nothing to do with real or objective time, it's the way we experience time in our everyday life. We don't experience time as a measured unit with an unchanging pace. We experience time as changing in pace, sometimes going faster and sometimes slower. 
That's why we have a need for measuring time. Without the measurement of time, we won't have any control over the events around us, since we have no real objective grasp of time flow, only a subjective one. This concludes episode 29 of this podcast. Close the door on your way out, and don't forget, I'm just a figment of your imagination. Thank you.